1: There are new episodes out every Thursday, so subscribe, please, and listen wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Remember when Becca was pushing him, like, how do you handle it when things are hard? How do you handle it when you're, you know, when you face challenges or well, adversity? You don't actually know the answer and, to And that. he was yeah. just kind of like, oh, you know, I never really get upset. Right. And, and then his family
0: is like, he was in the darkest place <laughs> you could ever imagine. Garrett's like, I've only
3: gotten sad once in my entire life. Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor adjacent shows. Whether you love The
0: Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. It's hometown week. Finally, and the biggest topics of the episode, of course, were Colton's
3: virginity and his history with Tia. We've made so much progress since the first half of the season.
0: Yeah, I mean, we really needed the, like, warmed-over drama of this episode because most of it was so... All. I had nothing to tweet about.
3: Weirdly, I had no jokes to make, but I have a lot of feelings. So we're going to really dive into those. And we're joined by EW TV critic Kristen Baldwin. Thanks Hello, for ladies. coming in.
2: It's been too long. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, Always thanks. a pleasure to be here. Yes, we are,
0: we're so glad you're here. Um, I have many pages of notes for this episode, and yet my vague impression of it is stuff happened. Stuff happened. Some then, stuff. Then Some parents. Tia. Tia. We know they did a a little rejuggling of the hometown date order, but the first one we get to experience is
3: Garrett. Do you know what the order was that they filmed? Did you read this?
0: Um, I think that it was uh, Colton first. Because I think that the I think that the Colorado dates were still were together in the middles. So or go, no, not Col- Colton.
3: Uh, Jason was first. Jason was for oh that uh, that would make sense. Okay, so and they would go the two Colorado dates to Colorado the and then last to California and then to L. A. Right, that makes it because I had a very yeah. strange sense that
0: Garrett was not in California. Same, <laughs> like I sort I totally the whole time watched it and was like, oh, they're in like right. Minnesota or Wisconsin. I was
2: thinking, I kept getting Chris Sewell's vibes that whole time because they're on the tractor, yes, and right. it was it felt very much like but that. It was that in that it was in Man, South,
3: Manteca, Manteca, Manteca California. California, which is a place. Yeah, it's a place.
0: California has a lot of
3: places it's in it. So many places. It's very big.
0: Yes. Um. So we start in Manteca. Um, and this date I. I felt tongue-tied about because you guys know how we feel about Garrett. (laughs) It's hard to, like, get excited about him Mm -hmm. as a romantic prospect. A lot of what happened on the date made me feel very uncomfortable, but then I was like, am I reading too much into things because of what (laughs) I know? Um, So they start out uh, sort of taking a tour of the farm with little set-up farming tasks, which... Uh, heads up becca that's not how it's gonna be if you're actually helping out on a farm right um what and so they get on like a tractor they're gonna plant tomatoes. tomatoes
2: carlos is driving
0: yeah so they're it's all like we're gonna like work on a farm we're gonna do farm work all right Carlos you can go i was like wait this whole time it's like a latino
2: man doing all i know, and it was work. kind of like you're like There's Given so many his
3: stance on immigration it's just
2: you just it it opens yeah. a lot of doors that you don't want to go through <laughs> exactly
0: it's like a very jarring reminder that like Garrett comes from this farming background a lot of american farms are really big farms that depend on the work of often undocumented immigrants i mean i
2: believe he called
0: it an
3: agricultural business right
2: yeah. like it's not oh, even yeah. a farm it's you know
3: it's <laughs> it a it is a whole
0: it's
2: a whole thing. situation yeah. yeah
3: an agricultural situation yeah <laughs> um he she seems very excited though i mean it's very apparent that they're they like each other very into each yeah. other that was my main takeaway and also it's like i don't know whether they leaned into this as a wink to the audience but there was so much conversation about how garrett is just a salt of the earth guy and their mm-hmm. values are all really gonna align and it was just i couldn't see anything else I just wanted to enjoy it,
2: and yeah. it's just hard. You know, I've been—I, too, have the same sort of concerns and problems dealing with Garrett knowing what we know. But I i continually get heat uh, on the recaps from people saying, like, you know, you can't equate him. You know, I referred to him and Lincoln, for example, as controversial contestants and got torn a new one by commenters for that. Like, you can't equate what he did with what Lincoln did. And, of course, you know, Lincoln— sexually assaulted someone and Garrett you know liked some offensive posts but i i feel like we're allowed some people are feel seem very uh quick to say he apologized for it let's move on and clearly some of us don't it's harder to do that because you know they did keep talking about family values and then at the end when his dad made fun of him for saying i love you granny it was like Wow, I missed that. Yeah, right. he, he yeah. said, I love you, Granny. He's hugging her. And then the dad goes, I love you, Granny. I love you, Ugh. Granny. And it was like, if this is the kind of toxic masculinity that he grew up around, you know, of course. yeah. He's... And that's also
3: relevant to uh, what life he would build yes. with this person. Yes. And also, we're watching a show about dating and about marriage and about building a life with someone. And a family. And everyone is projecting their own feelings on onto these relationships. Like, how are we supposed to consume the show if it's not through the lens of like, would I be okay with dating this person? Do I see this person with this other lead that we have Mm -hmm. now grown to be attached to? Like, those are valid questions. And I also think we're allowed to feel critical and not just let our feelings go when, from our understanding, someone has incredibly dangerous, damaging opinions that really impact the world around them.
2: Yes. Or, you know, if we are to take Garrett at his word uh, in terms of his apology, you know, he sort of was carelessly. uh, He found offensive stuff funny. We've all found offensive stuff funny. Sure. All of us. And he realizes now that you know, the way he puts it is he, he feels like, yeah, he was sort of careless and wasn't thinking through how hurtful the stuff that he was liking was. And, you know, fine. It's just we're allowed to have the red flag up for the rest of the season. Yeah. Exactly. Just one. Exactly. Just, one. just a little bit of a red flag. We're there. allowed and- to have our
0: feelings about it. And I I... I'm uncomfortable with people saying that it's equating Lincoln and Garrett to say they're both controversial. It's a term that applies to both of them. Yeah,
2: it's a, it's a range. In different ways. <laughs> right.
0: I mean, it's similar to the way that you hear a lot of, you know, oh, the Me Too movement is collapsing the distinctions between Al Franken and Harvey Weinstein. It's It's – in the context of people actually participating in the movement, it's not collapsing those distinctions. People are having really like precise conversations about it, and we're not talking about Garrett like he like assaulted someone, no, but we can say not. that one label applies to both of them. Controversial. They're both controversial. And Becca
2: is a good Christian girl, and she <laughs> seems like somebody who has you know what you typically understand as va- family values, and so of course we're concerned for her that this guy may have problematic views or ingrained ideas that aren't going to jibe with hers.
3: And certainly those are things that, you know, people can learn. Ignorance can be undone. One would hope. One would hope. (laughs) Well, it can be if one actually puts effort in it. And that, you know, I understand he's been bound by the terms of this show. And I hope once the show ends, we'll see more evidence of growth. But you have a big platform. One Apology is... Does not make it okay. Yeah, And it's hard because, you know, we don't know how many conversations
0: they're really having about this. But when they talk about family values, it's very like, well, my ex-wife didn't have the same values. And Becca says, well, do you think you and I do? And he's like, yes. What are they? Like, (laughs) talk about that and give us some evidence. Like. As far as we can tell, the only family value that his ex-wife didn't have that Becca has is that she has expressed willingness to be around his family, right. which is she – ha- she hasn't even met them yet. It's pretty baseline family right, value. Right, sure. I am not on – I am not by the mere concept of it opposed to being around your family is not enough exactly. to me.
2: I do also – even without the Instagram stuff, a red flag would be raised for me the way Garrett talks about his ex-wife. It's always – she was yelling all the time. She, you know, took me away from my family. She, uh, you know, I had to change who I was to be with her. It was her fault, her fault, her fault. And it's like, dude, I'm sure a lot of that is true, but it's important for you to recognize and and acknowledge your role in the collapse of that Marriage, And maybe he's saying the fact that he changed who he was to be with her. But that's sort of like my biggest fault is I'm a perfectionist. You know, like that's not something that I, I wish I could hear more from him about his role. Uh, In that, And also it kind of ties into the fact that he never she's remember when Becca was pushing him, like, how do you handle it when things are hard? How do you handle it when you're you know, when you face challenges or adversity? We don't actually know the answer to that. And he's just kind of like, oh, you know, I never really
0: get upset. Right. And And then his family is like, he was in the darkest place you could (laughs) ever imagine. Garrett's
2: like, I've only gotten
0: sad once in my entire life.
2: So I feel like even without the Instagram stuff. There, there are questions, are, yeah. there, there are, are a lot questions. of questions. And I want to be really clear cuz some
3: people seemed, you know, concerned that we weren't clear enough about this last week like if that relationship was emotionally abusive and of course a woman can emotionally Absolutely. abuse a man or physically abuse a man like we do not think that's okay. We think right. that is we are not yeah. trying to victim shame in any capacity um but unfortunately often in in situations like this it's hard to quite get a read on the reality right. of, of what occurred between two people, whether it was, you know, an abusive relationship or not. Um, right. It's hard and to it's know hard because it's, we don't really his, have a great understanding is of his
0: fine. It's Googleable, but she is not the one with a national platform to tell her story. So yeah. we try to be careful not to just completely take the contestant at face value right. in these circumstances. People are like pulling up their wedding pictures and stuff and you know she's not really a public figure and
2: yeah if she wants to talk about it she will
0: yeah um, I can understand uh, various reasons why she might not want to Mm -hmm. Um, the way that he talks about the relationship if I was Becca I would in the position that that Becca was and that we were in of not really knowing his family yet and not knowing his ex is that apparently when his family would visit She would not want to spend time with them, and to me, that can really go two ways: like his family is toxic, or
2: she is, or like sometimes you just don't want to hang around your in-laws, right? Although he, (laughs) you know, he sort of pointed out they only came once a year, and she and families are stay
0: with them. Yeah, I mean, yes, (laughs) there, but there are there are boundaries. Like, I love my in-laws. And uh, I, I have spent a lot of time with them, but my husband is very supportive of, like, if I need to go take a nap because it's been a little too much fam- – I'm much more, like, introverted, not mm-hmm. as much of a, like, big, like – togetherness person he's very supportive of that and isn't like you hate my family right. so my instinct at that at hearing that was like oh my god his poor ex but we really don't know we exactly know. how that played out so you don't want to also be the right. wife who's like i thought we were going to go for a hike this weekend like we do every weekend and like right. why is your family getting in the way of that
3: and i will say it was very it was moving and affecting to see the way his his sister Ugh spoke about how yeah. heartbreaking it was for her to see her younger brother go through such emotional trauma kind of lose himself like that was the part of the his date that i found to be compelling and mm-hmm. felt really real emotionally yeah,
2: yeah. And his mom was very yeah, sweet his
3: mom, about it too. his mom was really sweet too um
0: i worried about him a little bit that they basically said we didn't interfere last time, but since that went badly, now we're going to. And I was like, well, he's basically a thirty-year-old man, yeah. so you kind of still have to let him figure things out for himself. That's how it works, you know. Just because you have one failed relationship doesn't mean that now right. your family gets to come in and pick them for you.
3: Exactly. <laughs> also, that doesn't
2: that doesn't tend to work. No, right. it really it tends doesn't. to go the other way. Like, yeah. <laughs> going all the way back to put it in bachelor terms, like you know going all, all the way back to Mesnick. One of the big reasons I think he initially chose uh, what's her face, Melissa, Melissa is because his mom pushed him to choose Melissa over Molly. Yes. And so you know, and then he realized he made a mistake. <laughs> so yeah, don't don't get in the way, parents. it doesn't always work out.
0: Yeah. I mean, if they really wanted someone else and they needed your your push to pick that person, then how are they going to feel about that person in the long term? Uh, Yeah. So I had a lot of mixed feelings about his time with his family. They seemed to care about him a lot, Um, but I I wanted them to back off a little bit. But in the end, they mostly seem to feel good about Becca. They're just like, please don't break his heart again. He can't, he can't take it. That was kind of the theme yeah. for almost
3: all of the dates. I think that's a very natural yeah. – that's, that's, like, a good place for the parents yeah. to land. You know, be as honest with my kid as you can be. Yeah. Be mindful of their emotions. But also none of the parents were, like, overly aggro, which we right. often see. Or it, there was none not of that – Not as much with the that, with Not the as guys. much with the well, – that's true. Not as much with the – when it's a woman lead. Yeah. It's, it tends to be the, like, I'm protective of my daughter. Yeah. yeah but um
0: we did hear a couple dads be like i'm a protective dad to my son and i was like that's nice
2: that is nice
3: that's nice that they you were, feel that they way were all protective in a way that felt very natural to the way a parent right. would be protective of their child and want their child to thrive and exactly. not be hurt and, and,
2: and there was no sibling or aunt or anybody who was like clearly just trying to gear for it drama, up for the, yeah. for the camera time <laughs> right
0: Uh, His mom says one thing that I thought was odd, um, which is that Garrett has deep values and it's hard to find. And from what we know about you, Becca, you've come from a similar background. Again, and have similar. What, are this, these values? I think what it's are the values? I think it's religion. Probably. You think? Okay. Like, I think it's hard want, to find a Christian in yeah. the United States of America. I don't think it's that hard. I
2: mean, it's probably hard to find one who like actually goes to church every week the way Becca does. Yeah. You know, in in this group of maybe maybe the, po- the since dating he lives pool in, in like, Reno.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's like out there, but it's, it's true. not it's
2: not his small town. Yeah. So I do think that's always code for religion, like, and people are a little concerned about they don't want to be like, well, what if she's Jewish or, you know, whatever. So <laughs> so, so they tend to just say, you know, values. And that means you're a, a good Christian girl. Uh, and, you know, sometimes they will say it outright. And I, I give props to Becca for talking about her faith and important the yeah, importance of her faith. I was going to say, I so, appreciate when they just have those yeah, conversations. So I— I don't know why, but I—that is always my read. The code, yeah. the values is code for you go to church, you go to a Christian church, not even Catholic, you know? Yeah, <laughs> and, no Catholics yeah. are barely even
0: Christian. If I feel you ask like me. It, have
2: we even <laughs> had a Catholic like bachelor or bachelorette? Oh. I feel like somebody out there listening. Knows. I don't probably know. at least one. Uh, there are a ton of laughs. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a lot of Catholics. Was Lorenzo Catholic. Borghese? He's Italian. Was he a Catholic? Uh, probably. Probably.
0: Yeah. But like, but like practicing. Right. Yeah. Total air. Quotes I feel Catholic. sometimes I ask around and like half my friends are lapsed Catholics, but I wouldn't have been <laughs> able to tell you. Yeah. Um. I'm a lapsed Catholic. My mom was a lapsed Catholic. Yeah. So it happens. My dad is a pra- practicing Catholic, so I there, there's one Catholic. Just a lot of I know Catholicism of. Uh, going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so wild. Yeah. I mean, it always reads like a dog whistle to me, but it's hard to. You can't. That's the thing about a dog whistle. It's like you can't exactly nail down what it's yeah. referring to, but it makes me uncomfortable that but something is being signaled. Again, like
3: I just would be interested if we could have a version of this show where you could get into that stuff a little bit more, because it would be genuinely interesting.
0: She also says something about how she just wants him to be happy and have someone to bring around the family, because she knows he's felt, like, uncomfortable, which makes it sound like they're just a very paired-off family, and it's weird for him to be in a family setting and I don't know.
3: I understand— I don't think I, I don't know. I don't think I'm that's not saying that in like a
2: judgmental weirdest. way. But yeah. like
0: that is really what it sounded like when she said. That. Yeah.
2: The experience of the last wife was that, you know, she wasn't as she able wasn't, to be a part of the. Yeah, family. She wasn't as like and I'm the same way with my in-laws. Like, I don't you know, I need breaks and whatever. And but we all kind of get it. And but it sounds like this family maybe tolerates fewer breaks. And yeah. maybe she needed more breaks. Uh <laughs> that from is her possible. In-laws. Or it's something that he's expressed, like,
3: I just yeah. really want a partner. I see my yeah. siblings in partnerships. Like yeah, I can right. understand sure. being, you know, as someone who is single in a family and I'm often with like my brother mm-hmm. and his girlfriend and my parents. Like I understand that instinct to want to just have someone yeah. to that you can bring to your family and be excited about and that they can get along with. Like yeah. I yeah. So that's sort of how I read it, but again. Nothing is made explicit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, that's kind of how I read it, too. Um,
0: Okay, so next we see her go to Buffalo Buffalo with Jason. Hooray,
2: we're in Buffalo. I really,
3: really enjoyed this hometown date. I like him. I like him, too. I mean, he's not going to, quote, unquote, win. win. Even his mom knows.
2: Oh, bless (laughs) her. And his mom is gorgeous. Gorgeous. There were some hot... Some hot His moms. His brother is adorable. <laughs> yeah. Like, Darren and Chris look alike. Oh, so like yeah. Like, usually
0: when you go to the Bachelor, to a hometown, uh... The, the family all looks like similar to the person yeah. who's on the show but Nobody they're looks... the most attractive one yeah. and with Jason it's like oh he is the lead like and yeah. Jason is really cute but girl. I was like oh your
3: family his, is your like family a hot family, family. yeah his brother was so hot like and had then had I was like a... of course he's a beautiful married gay man who works yeah. in theater like that makes uh, complete of course. Yeah. I was like Chatting with Claire and we're like, wow, hot brother. Yeah, let's look him up. Of course, he's married to a man. Yeah. That is exactly who I would be like, I'm so into you. Yeah.
0: I mean, and it was really sweet the way that Jason talked about his parents, but also his brother and his brother-in-law and how he wants to have a relationship relationship like them. Which, like, I feel like we keep progressing in terms of, like, you might have once heard a Bachelor contestant say, like, oh, my brother our sister, like, came out and I still really love them. Or, yeah. I'm, like, I, I'm i happy for them or whatever. And Jason is just straight up, like, I want to be
3: like him. And yeah. I think that that I shows, a like, a new like level his. of comfort. Yeah. I was also glad that nothing about having, um you know, a gay brother was made into a thing of, like, we need to have a conversation yeah. about my <laughs> yeah. gay brother. Like, you could just see them trying to use something like that as, like, and then it was a moment where my brother came out yeah. to us and it was a trauma. Like, nothing – it was st- – Normalized in a really beautiful way, exactly the way it should yeah, be. Like, I mean, this is my sibling that I love. He's in a relationship that I love that and admire, I admire and aspire to. And aspire to. And also, look at these hot, more hot dudes in my
2: family. <laughs> <laughs> so many hot dudes, a beautiful mom. It's a really good looking family. Good jeans. I feel like this date uh, put Jason, like, for the first time, I thought, oh. He could be the bachelor. I'm still rooting for Wills all the way. I don't know how you ladies feel about that. I know it's probably a terrible yeah. idea because I have terrible ideas about who should be the bachelor. <laughs> I love Wills. But I, I could see Jason. Potential. It's always I hard for me
0: to see anyone as The Bachelor yeah. until they're the bachelor. I feel like Jason seems too normal to me
2: and Will seems too uh low key. Yeah, he's so mumbly. Yeah. They would need to like get him to enunciate a little bit more. But he's have you seen the Bachelor in Paradise promo where he's got the cornrows and yeah, he gives the so eye roll. He's, he's so, so cute. And I mean, adorable. Very expressive face. And he's so funny. I'm like, and Jason Lula.
0: Wills can't be The Bachelor, but they're the ones that I would date. Yes. Like, yes, if, yes. I, if I could pick a and couple guys And that's why you don't want date. them
2: to be The Bachelor.
0: Right. <laughs> I'm on, like, them. Rachel. No, do us. not let anyone yeah. else touch them.
3: Um, they can yeah. wait until I'm widowed or so something. So Jason takes Becca to the original buffalo-style chicken wing. Place and I didn't at Anchor Bar. There's,
2: there's no ranch in Buffalo. I, I did not either. either. We're
3: learning new things, I mean, new I cultural enjoy, touchstones. I
2: enjoy
3: blue cheese. So. Yeah,
2: Jason had definitely too. prepped
3: her for that question. Yeah, yeah she, she was knew. like
2: blue cheese all the way. Yeah. And I loved how daintily she held her wings. I, I mean, know. They're like, this is
3: a wing eating contest.
2: And she was just the deal breaker like, for nibble, me nibble, is
3: nibble. I hate eating wings. Oh, I
0: love I wings. love I don't wings. like hot,
3: like, I don't like spicy food. Oh, I sp- and I don't like too. getting, Mess. like,
2: stuff all over yeah. me. I, I was like, I want some buffalo wings now yeah. oh. no, while watching No, I love buffalo, that. buffalo wings. And I love that she had her hair back. Like, she was, she was ready to get in there. All business. But and then she had her little dainty. I don't know that I want to eat them on camera. But I would like to eat a
3: bunch of buffalo wings.
0: Yeah. I mean, if I were eating buffalo wings on camera, it doesn't matter how dainty I looked. I would not look as hot as, as Becca no, no, eating buffalo did. wings. Like like she and they just barely ate.
2: I mean, it looked like they were more, you know, playing and <laughs> yeah, dabbing each other with, uh, each with uh, blue cheese Yeah, <laughs> than they were eating. But she did allegedly have a whole bowl full of... Uh, by the end, you could see all the wings she had eaten. So either the bachelor interns filled her bowl <laughs> with some uh, wing carcass. I mean, if
0: she won the contest, I think they would have made a bigger deal. Yeah, out of it. no, she she got nowhere near. There were some no. people down there going to town, <laughs> but with wings, I feel like you have to have technique because yeah, you got to like, gotta, like yeah. get all the meat. bones are all yeah. in the way. You
2: got to like have some kind of it's like a Joey Chestnut uh, hot dog eating contest situation where you yeah. really have to have a skill. Yeah. Um, then
0: they go uh, to a hockey rink and they do or a little. ice She reacted skating. to ice skating exactly like, the way I would. Like, where oh. he's like, "Have you?
3: Do you know to ice skate?" And she's like, "I
2: did when I was a child. No, like yeah. that is
3: exactly <laughs> how I would be."
2: A friend of mine who is a, a you know had skated for a long time. She messaged me and she was like, "Jason can't even skate. There's no way he played hockey. I didn't even notice if he was a good or bad oh, skater because I wouldn't know. Oh, one I didn't way notice or either.
0: But apparently, I mean, there's I was like, a wide ranging you
3: You haven't fallen.
2: The stuff yeah, he, that's he was great. doing
0: with the puck, I was like, he's definitely played.
2: I mean, hockey to me is completely incomprehensible. So yeah. You well, know. my husband played
0: hockey, and we actually did the same thing. Did the day after we got engaged, well, not the Zamboni part, but like we took the day off work and went ice skating together. Aww. And I was like, I haven't done this since I was a little kid. And he was like, Oh, you're so good. Like you're natural. And it was really like. Romantic. So I was watching them and being like, Oh, that's so sweet. And then he said, You have hockey mom in your blood and I was like, Nope. No. no. This Jason, is over.
3: Jason, you were doing so well. <laughs> doing so well.
0: Uh, um, and then he like puts her in goal without any like goalkeeping equipment on or even like a special goaltending stick, which is much bigger. <laughs> And is like, if I score, I get a kiss. This game is rigged, Jason. Yeah, like, it's
2: also like, dude, I mean, you're getting a kiss no matter what. All she you wants this to do is, is make kiss out you. with Jason. Yeah. Yeah. You could hit she's, her in the face with a puck and she would still kiss you. She has said
3: like 10 times now that Jason's the best kisser and she's ever experienced.
2: Jumping ahead just for a second. When she said that to all the her girlfriends and one of them, I can't, I don't know who it was, maybe CN said, then you better take him to the fantasy suite. I was like, yeah, that was my reaction too.
0: Yeah, I, ha- I can't help but feel like with Colton and Jason, it might have come down to yeah, who's going to be more fun off camera. Not in like a, like, that sounded really gross. And by I'm the sorry. way, good for
2: her. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Get it, girl. Get it, girl. That should be the subtitle of this show, The Bachelorette, colon, get it, girl. Get it, girl.
0: <laughs> Instead, it's The Bachelorette, colon, let's do the damn thing, Ugh. which, you know, has similar implications. True. Uh so they they go see his family. His, his family beautiful 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 family.
3: I loved this family. I love them so much.
0: And Jason is just like I'm falling for her so deeply and seriously and his family is like oh god. Yeah, his mom was like,
2: "Oh, honey, so I'll be like, here Ugh. when you're heartbroken." <laughs> His mom is perceptive. And so loving. She did such a good mom. You know, the way she sort of said, like, I support you no matter what. And, you know, just remember, like, there are other guys here, but I love you, honey. So sort of laying
0: the groundwork. She sort of does a great thing where she sort of cross examines him about, like, his assumptions and sort of pushes him to think a little bit more about it but when he's not receptive she doesn't hammer yeah. at
2: it she's like okay, okay yeah. you
3: you're gonna make
0: your decisions yeah, you're gonna I go into you. this you're the you're gonna man, go into it yeah. and i'll be
2: here when you need to
0: cry <laughs> <laughs> um and becca is like uh t- becca talks to his mom about whether she's ready to get engaged so soon after having been engaged, and Becca's like, I didn't know for sure because I didn't want to be that girl. What girl is that? The girl who gets engaged on TV, I guess, and nice. then gets dumped and then gets engaged again on TV. Oh, that girl. That girl. Yeah, that's that the, girl. Classic, the classic. Totally girl. know that
2: girl.
3: So
0: many of them. So
2: many of that Funny. girls.
0: Yeah. Um, but Becca is indeed that girl. And then he sits down with his uh, brother and brother-in-law, and they're just completely on board. (laughs) She seems great. Tell her you love her now.
2: And I love. Yeah, his brother was just like, "Have you told her how you feel? You better get on that." I know. know? I liked that. That is some good advice.
3: Also, I think we need Jason's brother on the podcast. I'm pretty sure they live in New York. Get him
2: over here. Just also, just I want to know more about that guy. I just want to hear from him. Yeah,
3: yeah, I did a little bit of a dive onto Instagram, just very cursory, and, like, it was all, it was all good.
0: I
2: think you got to have him in yeah. here. I
3: wonder if they seem like they would have a New York Vows column.
2: Oh, I bet they do. Or at least do. a notice.
0: We're going to have to look that up. Yeah. So as they, uh, as they wind the night down, Jason is ready to make his move, and... I didn't catch all of this speech but you know basically more or less when he's with her he can't stop smiling when he goes to sleep mm-hmm. he can't stop thinking about her when he wakes up he wants to be with her when he kisses her he doesn't want to stop kissing her because he's so insanely wildly insanely in love wildly. with her Aww. and he can say it with more confidence than he's ever been able to say it okay. this was a lot more than I was expecting from the guy who wasn't ready to say I'm falling for you a like week ago. last week yeah.
2: Yeah, he kind of went from zero to stalker. Um, (laughs) But, you know, I I think they do get swept up in... I think there's a lot of sort of... uh, They get swept up in the moment and they know they've learned the patterns of this show. And if you don't say I love you by the end of the hometown date, you're going home, so... You know. There was a part of me that was
0: I realized was like a little bachelor producer being like, how can he say I'm in love with you if he hasn't said I'm falling in love with yeah. you yet? And then I was you like, Claire,
3: Rachel and Brian, someone <laughs> DM'd me and was like, watch Rachel and Brian's Instagram story on E! News. And they like had that whole conversation. Rachel was like, you
2: didn't say you were falling in love with them. There are steps here. Like yeah, she, you can't just like, like this is just wrong. They're going to have to mix up those steps because I feel like it's getting we need somebody to throw like It was so exciting when Higgins uh, said I love you to two women uh, because it was just it had never happened. And I feel like we need a a middle step for the I'm falling for you where somebody either skips it or I don't know. Something has to happen where with the because those steps are getting a little too predictable. It was
0: great when Jean Blanc (laughs) skipped right to like I'm in love with you (laughs) on like the third week. But then it turned out he was just completely. He was just making it up.
2: Trying to sell his perfume or whatever. (laughs)
0: I also noticed that Becca is not smiling when Jason tells her this. And I was sort of I I felt like in the moment, if you're Jason, you can be like, oh, she's emotional. But we've seen her react to other guys say that. And she seems sort of like it's giving her pause instead of being just unrestrained, really happy about it.
3: Which is how you know his mother is correct.
2: Yeah, she yeah. says like it means the world
0: to me, but she looks really serious.
2: And that's probably why, as one of you said, that you know it was going to be Jason who went home, but then the whole Colton situation happened. So possible. I just think it's it's pretty clear that she
3: likes Blake and Garrett best. Yes, and Very so clear. the order of the other two was could yeah. have come down. It could have yeah, come down either matter. way. Doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. Um, I think in the end, honestly, just having more bad feelings attached to Colton. It's like you have this person for one more week. Why not take the person that you always feel great around and not the person where you have to think about your friend and, like, mm-hmm. worry about, I guess, deflowering him? I don't uh, know. Yeah.
2: Which, by I the don't. Way, I don't want to have to think about yeah. it. No one, um, no one does. We're
3: going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back to break down all of that Colton and Tia drama. If you want to bring coziness into your life, uh, and I mean, who doesn't, (laughs) turn to Barefoot Dreams, especially right now, because the brand is celebrating their 30th anniversary.
0: With those 30 years of coziness, Barefoot Dreams celebrates being the originators of everyone's favorite luxe home blanket.
3: There's a reason why Barefoot Dreams has been on Oprah's favorite things list six times.
0: Dressing head to toe in Barefoot Dreams is the key to comfort as their collection of ultra soft robes, loungewear, and accessories are made with premium materials.
3: And their products make the perfect gifts too.
0: I would certainly love to be given something from Barefoot Dreams. I just acquired the robe. And it is like the softest robe I have ever put on my body. It's so cozy. It's so warm. It's beautiful. It has a nice drape and weight to it. I wear it whenever I have the opportunity. I just want to wear it constantly. And I think everyone should have that kind of comfort and coziness in their lives.
3: For Love to See It with Emma and Claire listeners, you can get 15% off of your first purchase at barefootdreams.com with the code LTSI15.
0: Don't miss out on Barefoot Dreams' soft, soothing fabrics that will bring luxury to your life.
3: Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake.
0: Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process
3: super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party, can get very stressful And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola.
0: Yeah, everything's all
3: in the same place.
0: It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's
3: Z-O-L-A.com. I am so glad that it's finally warming up. And it also means that I just want to have fun this summer and I don't want to be worrying about meal prep. And luckily, I can do something about that with Factor, especially because they have so many meal options like Protein Plus, Keto, Vegetarian.
0: Article believes in delightful design for every home.
3: And thanks to their online-only model, they have some pretty delightful prices too. and uh it just really like elevates our deck that and the ottoman we bought to go with it so comfortable so chic also can withstand a whole lot of rain so important Article is offering
0: our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more.
3: They're having their Memorial Day sale from May 13th to May 27th, which would be the perfect time to use your store credit on top of sale prices. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash LTSI. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash LTSI.
0: Rules and restrictions may apply. We go to Bailey, Colorado to see
2: Blake's family. I'm very into Blake. He's, he's devastatingly cute. cute. He's adorable. My mom t- my mom texted me and said, is she going to break Blake's heart? Yes. And I was like, I think yeah. yes, she is. And she said, oh, I feel so bad for him. I don't want her. I think I he, know.
3: Could really he could really be the next think? Bachelor also. I
2: mean. I if he a, doesn't can,
0: win. I think she could pick Blake. But he just seems so already kicked when he's down that it's like.
2: Yeah, he, he didn't cope with stress well. That was a red flag with him. Last week or the week before, when he started to shame spiral hardcore, See, they, that might really be a plus for casting in terms of casting right. him as a lead. Right. Well, like. for sure, but as like a a, a life partner you want to be around. Sure. Um, yeah. He really did go down the hate hole real quick when she like didn't give him the first one on one date. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the other hand, you know, I was. He he takes her to his high school and I was like oh god that's so lame like reliving his glory days yeah. and then we find oh, out I was oh halfway god. through a tweet about that yes. and then I had to
0: be like delete delete delete
2: delete <laughs> <laughs> you know first the first phase was oh his mom worked there he grew up there but you know he was a football guy yeah. I was like oh this guy was but popular then, wasn't then he then we get the the real you know real oh, sort of wow. sad reason yeah. that he's uh, you know, got such a strong connection to his high school. Right. So
0: he tells her that when he was a senior and his sister was a freshman, there was a shooting in the school. Um, a man, a stranger, came into the school, and um, a student was killed. Um, they don't really go into the details of the shooting.
3: It's pretty easy to find if you. It's the Platt, the Platte Canyon High High School shooting. If you want, it. it's on Wikipedia. This was like a pretty. It was it was uh, a big news story. It's really harrowing. Um, young women were held hostage. One female student was killed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean basically it it seems that the sh- the shooter went into a class, had all the, the boys leave. leave and and some of the girls kept seven girls as hostages and uh, and assaulted sexually them. assaulted them. Um, and one of them was killed when the SWAT team came in to rescue the last two hostages. Um, it was just, it sounded absolutely horrifying. And we saw some people on Twitter saying The Bachelor uh, should maybe have gone more into that. I, it's hard for me to imagine what good that possibly could yeah. have done. Um, it was still a very sobering
3: story. Um and it makes complete sense that this is something that really impacted Blake, his right. how he looks at the world, how he views life, probably his mental health. Yeah. I and, mean, his
2: parent, his mom and his sister were in the right, school at the time. His, right.
3: His mom and his sister were there. He was a he senior.
0: Says his mom was the person who gave the, the code, code white, white on the intercom. Um,
2: and, you know, I don't – more than, you know – clearly people use their sad stories, uh, in an exploitative way on reality shows to make themselves sympathetic, that kind of thing. I don't think in this case that was at all what no. was happening. I, you know, there were some people tweeting at me that like, Oh, I can't believe he used this for sympathy. And, it, and, you know, I really, I, the way he did it and the fact that he kept the details, you know, and who knows what he told her off camera and all of that, but he, he, it was a, a huge life-altering event right. that changed his perspective and, like, it was a life-and-death and situation. His yeah, and his family. It would be weird if he didn't tell her. And, you know, maybe the only thing you could, even if he had said to the producers, I want to tell her this, but I don't want it filmed, like, a guy who goes on The Bachelor is not going to say that to the producers. Like, he's already okay with sharing his life on the camera. On I camera. also
3: think that, we should talk about yeah. the
2: impact of school shootings. Yeah, the These are that things that happen on a regular basis yeah. in this country. And people have to live the rest of their lives Exactly, with It's and not we, a one and done and thing. And we
3: see a news story. We hear often hear from the victims and the victims' families um, in, in the aftermath, direct aftermath. Yeah. And most of us who have not experienced this can then disconnect, and keep on. going until the next one. People who go through a trauma like this, as you said, have to live with it forever for
2: every day for the rest of their lives. And so, I think you let's know, put human faces yeah, on this. Because the, there are hundreds of people who weren't who were affected, even if they weren't didn't you know get injured themselves or know someone who was killed. Like it, just going through it. So, uh, as I said in my recap, I you know it, it's horrifying to me that this is now like so commonplace that it's just becoming part of every aspect of our culture, including a reality show that we watch to escape, you know, bad headlines. But yeah,
0: it didn't feel like much of an escape last night. And like part of me feels a little bit squicked out by it being in this show that's clearly just for entertainment and the fact that it's being turned into something for us to consume. On the other hand, I think that in this, this time when school shootings really aren't that uncommon, it's probably good for us to, to find it hard to escape yeah. from that yeah. and yes. to be confronted with it yeah. um, because it is such a, a big problem. Um, and, you know, both – uh, Blake had this horrible um, trauma. Um, we saw Jason with his, his brother and his brother-in-law who were married. Again and again in this episode, we see that men on this show uh, are affected by the kinds of social issues that, you know, that we saw Garrett have these different opinions about. But, mm-hmm. like, just a reminder that people's uh, opinions about these things affect real people and yeah, that, right. you know, these are things that cause a, can cause a lot of suffering, um, not gay marriage, but, <laughs> you know, discrimination. Um, yeah, so it, it was a really sobering. Part of the show. Um, And then the the auditorium has a
3: a Betty Who
2: concert. And she legitimately seemed to like Betty Who. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think she's a
3: huge fan of Betty Who. I had I had read that. She was singing along. Yeah, she she knew the word.
2: She knew all the words. This was not one of
3: those third rate celebs that they have to tell her the name before she comes in and she feigns excitement. She was
2: Legit so excited. excited! I love
0: that. Like the Bachelor can't get her an artist she actually listens to, but Blake is like, "That's <laughs> what my hometown is yeah. for." I will get you a concert you actually want to go to.
2: Did Betty, who just happened to be playing next in the town over, or something I like? Wonder... How did this happen? Is he friends with Betty? Who I have questions. Oh, that would be a twist. They, he,
3: she and Becca seem to really connect. Yes, the there was some really cute Instagram photos yeah. of, of all of them. Oh,
0: yeah. uh, and then he
3: meets.
2: And she's, by the way, we skipped the fact that she said she's in love with Blake. Yeah. This is the second time she said it. Yeah. Like, she, she doesn't like say it. She says those feelings are reciprocated, are reciprocated, which she feels like she can't say it. But so do we think overnight or at some point or is she going to wait till the, the final episode? Is she going to tell him I love you? Maybe. What if she tells two people I love you? I do feel like she's, she's in love my, with two people. I think she's. yeah, at the very least she is in love with two people. And yeah. there
3: have been we'll some reports.
2: I don't know if, you know. Who knows, Life and that style she, that, that she pulls a, an aria, or that she's contemplating pulling an aria. But that, <laughs> I think that's wishful thinking.
3: Same, yeah. I mean, same. Uh, we'll see. I, I mean, you know, I like living for a little bit of tension and sure. drama. So you keep know, us guessing. Keep us guessing. I'm yeah. happy about it, but yeah. she
2: clearly loves Blake. She said it. She hasn't said that about any other of the other guys, has no, she? No, but you can tell so. that she's extremely drawn to Garrett. So. Right. But it's yeah. interesting – well, maybe they're just editing out. She may she may have full-on said, you know, I'm in love with her. I'm falling in love with Garrett. And they just haven't included it because they want to they keep us guessing. But who knows?
0: Yeah. I do still just get such a Dean vibe from their relationship that she is really attracted to Blake. She really likes him. Maybe feels a little bit protective of him because mm-hmm. he's clearly had a lot of – rough times but is looking maybe for someone who seems more like a ready-made yeah. like husband and father figure and Blake seems like yeah. maybe he still needs a little more nurturing himself yeah. even though he is like the same age as Garrett um, and when she meets his family uh, they talk a lot about his past relationship that left him quite heartbroken.
3: His mom says they cried together. She said she heard his
0: cries and his panic
2: attacks. I think he dated that girl for like two months. Yeah, that's. I worry about Blake's I mean, granted he's gone through a lot and knowing now that he went through a school shooting, like if he has panic attacks or if he goes, if he maybe shame spirals a little faster than other people like fine. But I do worry between that And the fact that, you know, when he didn't get the one-on-one date, he kind of really went into a dark place. Like, I worry that he maybe— It seems like he has a lot of anxiety around dating and relationships. And he may not be ready-made. You know, Garrett's like, here's the minivan. Let's do this. You know, whereas I think Blake may need a little more time to just get through his anxiety. I think
0: if you've gone through trauma, sometimes falling in love can feel like— a point in your life when your problems have been sort of fixed fine. because you have this comfortable place to fall back to you have someone who's like your protector emotionally. Mm-hmm. And then when you lose that, you have to kind of re-grieve for right. the initial trauma. And I, I do get the sense with Blake that he is really excited to have someone who can be that emotional backstop for him. And it's really hard to have that taken away again.
3: Um, so it's it's worrisome. I'm worried about poor. I know I'm worried about his poor little heart.
2: Yeah. Oh,
0: bless his heart. And I loved his mom. Next, we go to see Colton, who is also from Colorado, it, and, and it was
2: it seemed much warmer and sunnier there, wherever he was. You know, like it was snowy. Parker, Colorado. It was yeah. snowy where uh, uh, in Bailey, in Bailey, and then it was well,
0: know. probably. Well, so he said something about how he was getting to show her that he really was a mountain man. Yeah. So I think he's in the the Rockies. Yeah. And I guess Parker is more of a a plain area as it were
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, and the activity is that he's taking her shopping uh, and then to the, the children's, children's hospital. hospital they they make little gift bags oh, for really, the kids some really was, cute
2: kids yeah sweet. The little girls especially was adorable. I know oh when she holds God, up the little so like horn,
0: play horns to her head and she's like I'm like a goat and then she's like nah <laughs> She Just so super
3: cute. cute. And Colton was really good with the kids, with yeah. both yeah. his little cousins and also with the kids at the children's hospital. You can tell for whatever concerns we might have about Colton, like, he's a warm yeah. guy. He's very ge- sweet with these children. This genuinely
0: matters to him. Yeah. yeah. Like, he definitely seemed familiar with the kids at the yeah. hospital. They seemed to know him. Um yeah, they were sweet. D- they do, like, they do a big wall painting with the kids. Um, they... It just seems they take some funny photos.
2: They open their presents. It was very sweet.
0: Yeah. And Colton thinks Becca has a natural motherly vibe that you can't learn. You just have it or you don't have it. (laughs) Yeah. Which Uh...
2: let's I I mean, do we just move on? Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, mean, what are you going to say? What (laughs) What are you going to say?
0: I mean, it was just another level of the kind of thing that you hear from people who are like, "Oh, you're going to be such a good mom one day," and it's like, "Excuse me," yeah. or or not, or they yeah. don't say it, and you're like, "Am I not going to be yeah. a good mom one day?" And they meet his family, uh, his extended family, lots eighteen of people, aunts and uncles and cousins, eighteen. Uh,
2: yeah. They did not. I, get I kind was having lines. a little panic. Yeah.
0: Watching.
2: Aunt's, uncles, cousins, yeah, brothers, a his, sister. Honestly, I think every
0: person so far that has brought Becca home and Colton is the last. It, their mom or dad has said, "I've never seen him so happy."
2: Every single one. Becca just really she,
0: brings
3: something out in
0: these. She men. seems to have a
3: quality that puts them all really at ease, which is yeah, yeah. it's, it's nice. a good yeah,
2: it's a good quality to have.
3: She's a good egg. Yeah, I yeah. like her. I like Becca. Um, I'd probably be calm around her. Yeah,
0: I feel like she
2: seems to have, uh, you know, she she seems to really listen and just. uh, And the
0: bachelorette format is like, I always say this really like well suited for the way that men and women are are socialized Mm -hmm. differently, which is. She's like, I'm picking, so I need to ask a lot about them. She doesn't talk a lot about herself, or we don't see it. They don't seem to bother to ask her that much about herself. (laughs) So we see her really making these men feel, like, listened to and important, and we learn a lot about them. And she kind of just hangs out um,
2: being, like, the cool girl who makes them feel comfortable. It's interesting because on The Bachelor it's a lot about... Well, what do I want? And I'm going to talk about what I want. Right. She, you know, it's very. It's. They're both about what the lead wants, but like with a man, it ends up
0: involving him, like talking about what he wants, a right? Lot. And the
2: woman sort of telling him why she's what he wants. I don't know. It's it yeah. just it feels a little uh, unequal. But I yeah, they're it's subtle. Yeah. Um,
0: and. Colton decides that this is a great time to reveal to each of his family members that he is a virgin. I
2: feel like he had told his mother he had that told before. his mom. No, I don't think so. Well, she said it's, she not, said, something, it's not something we talk about a lot. It it sounds hmm. like he, she the dad doesn't know, and I don't think the he told he that did. She, she, the dad. The way
0: that she says it was very, like... He just shared that with me. Right, We don't but talk about that often. Not normal mother-son conversation. None was, of that sounded was, to me like she had I heard it before. I just listened
3: to Colton on Ben and Ashley Eye's podcast, and he says that his mom knew.
2: But it sounds like maybe it she wasn't spoken so explicitly right. in the past. Like, sure, maybe she because knew. that's not really a it's thing not that normal. you would say, like, yeah. Sit, and hey, I'm she mom, seemed really a virgin.
0: surprised. That well, she, that like the way she talked about it was like, uh, he I just think she told was, me that. I
2: think she was surprised that he talked about it with on her national on TV. Camera. Yeah, and that she was, how was more I read it like, too. I'm real weirded out by that. What was interesting to me about that is that Colton's dad doesn't know he's a virgin, but Colton's dad knows that about Tia and that whole thing cuz it was he weird seems the way he's pretty col- close to both of his yeah, parents. His well, p-
0: I'd be more likely to tell my dad about someone I went on a date with than the fact that I had never had
2: sex before. Like I of guess course. That's true. But, yeah, very reasonable. But it was very, it was very weird. The dad was like, "Okay, Becca, how do you feel about this whole Tia situation?" And it was like, <laughs> "What is going on right <laughs> I now?" I wonder yeah. if the
3: producers were like, "Look, this yeah, has been a no conflict up. with them. Yeah. You
2: should talk talk about it."
0: Um Yeah, the whole thing, I just didn't understand why his family needed to talk to him about the virginity. Um, He really seemed to want to... Talk about it a lot. I mean, yeah. then later he brings it up with Chris Harrison. It was like, what is going on? <laughs> Take
2: it down a notch.
0: Um, and he has a really funny conversation with. Uh, he has a funny conversation with his dad because his dad is sort of like, "Well, how is your relationship built on honesty?" And he says, "Yes, I told her about the Tia thing right away. I handled it like a man. Yeah, I like, like brought man. it up and I took care of it, and we were really communicative." And his dad was like well but like she's had her own history and have you talked about that just because you've had your tough conversation doesn't mean those tough conversations are over and i colton, liked that a that lot that is i, I thought, thought it was his good dad then, the the interesting thing to me is that then colton is like well yeah there are always going to be tough conversations and his dad is like welcome to marriage and i was like you're just yelling <laughs> the same thing you're at agreeing. each other you agree you're agreeing right. very Col- argumentatively yeah. right colton like- now. was
3: like yes exactly
0: yeah. yes that's and he's like, That's we're right, both, it's what we're
2: both saying. <laughs> His
0: dad keeps being like, "And now's the part where I teach you." A l- Wait. Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: but it was it was remarkable insight and uh, for a dad on this show, and it was also interesting to see a dad was- say. Uh, You know, you have to decide if she's right for you, like if she's ready for you. You know, you never really see that where the
3: we also rarely see the fathers say anything that involves like an emotionally intelligent. Yeah. (laughs) Sort of anything involving emotion. Other than just like. I give him a blessing. Yep. You're going yeah. to protect yeah. someone. Like, yeah. this felt like a real conversation between a father and a but son. But it was.
2: It sounds it. like they maybe aren't used to having those types of conversations for exactly the reason you were saying, where it was like, why is everyone so angry? You're agreeing. <laughs> <don't> Calm down.
0: <laughs> it just makes me think of just how men like to have conversations
3: in general. It's yeah, like, this a is a
0: competition of- and I'm winning.
3: Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, it's always just, like, a low level of aggression yes. behind everything. Very yeah. testosterone
0: <laughs> Becca tells his mom that she found it really attractive that even though he got a lot of crap in the locker room, he stuck to who he was. And I was like, did we just forget the part where he made up a bunch of lies about his sexual exploits in the locker room? No. Moving on. Okay. Well, and
2: do we want to address the fact that he said he's never taken a girl yes. home before? And I then don't... there is literal photographic
3: Photos evidence. Of Ali Raceman with his family all in, in pajamas. matching pajamas. Yeah. It's, it was just a weird lie. Like, it didn't really add anything to have her be like, the what? only person. Yeah. He also says... Like, you're a virgin. Th- You've already got that. You I've don't never have to... brought a girl home in a formal setting. And I was like, I don't even know that, what that differentiation Well, you know when you
0: bring means? a girl home for the holidays and you just, like, hang out for days? That's not a formal setting. Yeah. So it doesn't mean anything. It wasn't on television. <laughs>
2: yeah. That? it was. It is a weird lie. In... And it, my only thought is that he was sort of told to say that by the producers, but I don't even understand why they would want him to do that. It just was a lie yeah. with
3: no end and a lie that was very clearly proven a lie. So I don't, I don't it understand just it at all. He deleted the picture,
0: but there are still a ton of pictures of him and Allie Raisman up on yeah. his Instagram. So it's not like he purged her from his Instagram. It seems like just, yeah, he legitimately it, was like, I'm going to get caught.
2: It's just an unnecessary layer to add. But so, you know, it, then it makes you wonder like, He probably is a virgin, but, like, if he's lying about something so clearly obvious that we can see is actually not true, why – is it it makes it harder to – you know, some people are saying, I don't believe he's a virgin. I don't Uh, believe – you know. I I believe he's
3: a virgin. I I don't think he's lying about that. I really don't. It's just weird.
2: It's just weird. I just think
3: that other lie is very odd. Yeah.
2: I feel like there's more going on with Colton. I mean, the virgin thing
3: would be a really weird lie, too. It would be. Be a Maybe. very weird lie. Also, someone would have gone made to reality, Steve, and been like, like, "I fucked him." Like we just yeah. know that would yeah. happen if he was lying. He's not lying. Li- yeah. I really don't think he's lying.
0: And <laughs> that kind of wraps up his date. <laughs> but he um, does, he's does very, say, "I love he you." He says, by "I the
2: love end. you." Yeah. Um, he drops the album, as he knows he should.
3: I thought his yeah. parents were in general very sweet yeah. and very sweet with him, very sweet with Becca. It seems like this is a good. They have a good family relationship. There was nothing weird there. But we had to sort of cut short all of these dates because, of course, the real drama here happened in the aftermath with a girl powwow in L.A. Over brunch. Of course.
0: Yeah. She has to get together with her closest girlfriends. I just imagine the producers being like, all right, all right, Becca, red alert. You have to get together with your girlfriends from the show and ask their advice.
2: She's like, what? What are you talking about? It was weird. Like, I wonder how much. Let's just imagine. I'm sure this will come out if it hasn't already. Do we assume, let's assume, do we assume that Tia contacts producers and says, I still like Colton and they say, great. Come on the show. And so then they tell Becca, hey, we're going to film one more final, you know, powwow with you ladies. And Becca truly doesn't know what's coming. That's what we believe. That's what I think. I mean, I I I think
3: most of the other women, besides maybe Caroline, who... Caroline knew. But I don't think the rest of them knew. You could see Cien and Becca being
2: like, what's going on? And Caroline was like, Caroline's like, oh, I feel awkward. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I realize this is the podcast and my facial expression did not. It was a good facial expression. It, it, was, it was very like, oh, God, it's
0: about to go down, you guys. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, she, she said she was getting texts that are like the same wording that Tia was using at the same time out like, with Becca. makes me
3: sick to my stomach.
2: How? Didn't. Tia and Colton go on one date or spend one weekend okay. together. Okay, so yeah. again,
3: I listened to this Please, yeah. in-depth interview with Colton. You should check it out on Ben Eye's podcast. It was somewhat lightning. I will never he, do that. Right, but so I'm going to give you the recap if you don't want to do that, <laughs> which is also understandable. He basically gave a very, what seemed to me very honest, because it didn't always. I don't know. It see, I didn't have a reason to doubt his timeline. Basically, he said he was in the initial casting for the show. And they said, we're releasing the girls that are going to be on Ari's season. Like, send us just off looks, off the headshots alone, like, the three you would be most interested in. And he was like, I acknowledge this is, like, just shallow, but off the headshots, I told them Lauren, Becca, and Tia. Mm -hmm. And he's like, and then I just followed them all on Instagram. And he said Tia followed him back. It was in December. The show had not aired yet. And then he instagram storied watching stranger things and she just like commented on that and they just started he was like a casual essentially a casual text conversation back and forth for about a month and then in towards the end of january they spent one weekend together uh, in la at an airbnb he's like we went to a steak dinner we went like hiking at runyon canyon with rescue dogs he's like "I, i planned this weekend for us he's like but at the end of the weekend there was mutual interest, but not enough that we were, like, were each other's person. He said they had an honest conversation where he was like, look, I think I would like to, regardless of what happens, like, if I'm offered to be on the show, if I'm cast, I yeah. would like to go. And she says, look, if I'm offered to be the Bachelorette, no matter what, I'm going to do that. And he said, you know, that they had sort of agreed, yeah, like, like, we're not going to hold each other back. There's interest here, but not enough to be, like, we're each other's pe- people because right. they don't live in the same place, like— were, and he's like, look, I hadn't had that much time where I was dating around and kind of yeah. exploring myself, which fine, fine. It actually seemed to make quite a lot of sense. And also remember th- around he said it was around January, like 25th that they hung out. That's three weeks into the show airing. So yeah. he knew she didn't win. But like there the, the it's not even like everything had been. Yeah shown at all we're still in the beginning stages of the show and then he said they continued to chat but in what he interpreted as like a friendly way and she was like good luck like i'm jealous that you're going to be hanging out with these producers like have fun have a good experience he's like even up to like a few days before filming like she knew yeah he was going on they were in touch in a casual way did not hang out again and then he said that in that third episode where tia's there he's like they cut it together so we didn't see much but he's like all three of us talked during that day.
2: So Becca, Tia, and Colton.
3: Yeah, I don't know if he was implying that they had a conversation, the three of them, but it, at, at the very least, like we didn't see him talk to Tia at all in the mm-hmm. way they cut that day, but he's like, we sat down and talked, and in my mind, that was genuinely like we had a, reached a point where we were moving forward and had reached like he's like, he's like literally by the time, I was sent home like I was not thinking about her and apparently he's hes like I feel like we were on completely different pages and I'm conf- I had confusion so sorry <laughs> that was my long winded recap right. <laughs> so actually what happens on the show is that uh,
0: they all sit down and Tia's like so, do you think you're really gonna get engaged? And seems like really unhappy <laughs> like, about, just it.
2: about it. Like, like you
0: really think you're gonna do that? It's like, yep, definitely. Yeah, and she tells <laughs> about the hometowns. It seems like they've already decided to reorder them in that way so that they can end with the Colton drama. Right. And uh, so she ends by saying, "And then I went to Colton's hometown, and it was so amazing. I really see a future with him." Tia's face just like drops,
2: and then Tia yeah. literally raises her hand like she's yeah. in class. I was like, uh, can you and I talk outside?
0: Yeah, she seems insanely nervous. Um, Chewing and her uncomfortable. Um, and so they go outside, and Tia says, This has been weighing on me. It's very difficult. I was excited to hear about your time with these three other guys. But when I think about you with Colton, I do still have feelings for him. And it makes me sick to my stomach that he's still on the show. And such that a, you met ugh. his family—that makes me sick. Ugh, and Becca says, Rebecca. "Well, fuck! I wish I
3: would have known that." Especially <laughs> because they did have a conversation about this, and I do think that if Tia had expressed this early on, Colton Becca would, Colton would not have been there. Yeah, yeah. it's a—it's re- just a really crappy situation.
2: A lot of people were, you know, uh, tweeting, you know, "Oh, Tia Tia's such a bad friend. She's so terrible. This is awful." And it's. I think it's a little more complicated. I than agree. That. I, you know, granted, this is not a good look um, for no. sure. Yeah, uh, and I'm sure she could have gotten in touch with Becca off camera. Uh, there's, I, I just feel like there's a she could have done this off camera, and they could have had this conversation. But you know, Tia likes to be on camera, and. You also, know, the if, producers if are an, probably like, yeah, yes. yes. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. There was absolute, you know, encouragement. But I I don't think you can fault I don't think the fault is, you know, she's betraying girl code or she's, you know, a bad friend. I think it's more that her need for attention uh, you know, over sort of overruled her better judgment in this yeah. situation. I think
0: there is probably a part of her I don't think she's very uh good at this game. <laughs> Um, She thought she was going to be the Bachelorette Mm -hmm. and she like completely destroyed her own image with the audience um, shortly before leaving the show, um, completely undermined her own Bachelorette campaign. And now she, I think, wanted to get people excited about a possible romance for her in Paradise and instead made everyone hate her. So she really miscalculated. And I I don't think that it was necessarily – like I don't think she's a monster. I think, and this is one thing that I hate about the show. Sometimes, like the whole point of it is to like speculate about people's motives, and yeah. then I just hit a wall every season yeah. where I'm like, I don't know. How <laughs> am I supposed to know what they're thinking? Yeah. Why do I have to decide what they're thinking? I don't know.
2: I don't know what she was thinking. But you know what? The easiest explanation is usually the right one, and I think mm. she just wanted more screen time, and yeah. I, I, and she liked Colton, and she likes Colton. Yeah. You know, had there been no cameras, would this have gone down? I don't think so. But I agree. I think think she could have played out entirely differently without cameras,
0: where maybe she still would have been like, please don't date him, but have done it at a different time. At a much earlier time,
2: you know. But like, I think
0: there was probably a part of her that was like, I shouldn't be the interfering one and he right. probably won't win and then I'll get to, like, date yeah, him again like, in paradise. Right, that was
3: the calculation made at the beginning and, and then, then I th- see this as in... She panicked. Yes, she panicked, I see it as cause... an anxiety decision. Something she just... That was weighing on her. They're in this experience without cell phones and she's just spinning. Yeah. Probably texting Caroline about it, obsessing, and then she's offered this sort of way to express it and she grabs onto it. And I don't think it was the best... Tactical move, I think it's sort of shitty for all three of them. Yeah, yeah. it's – you
2: know, it's it's not – it's – I just don't think we need to jump – you know, the, the sort of tendency to jump on her as a bad female friend or breaking girl code. It's just like you've got to actually take logic and normal human interaction out of contention when you're discussing these things because this is not a normal situation. There right. is no logic yeah. involved. These people all – Or in some way, you know, in the midst of the grips of Stockholm Syndrome. Like, there's (laughs) no—you can't apply normal human logic to to this. You have to kind of take a step back. And, you know, so I think it'll be interesting to see how she is portrayed and how she behaves on Paradise. Paradise. Yeah, I mean, Um, that's why
0: I got really frustrated when Ashley sort of implied (laughs) that—or accused Kayla of breaking the mm -hmm. girl code by going after— jared participating in the show means you have to waive all of that yeah it's an incestuous show that's the point that's the point right. either you're enemies with all the other girls in the house or, or you deal with it you deal with it and that's the bargain that you make and instead like sometimes women are or men feel like they get to like mark someone and yep. like, they don't have to contend with that that's not how it works sorry
3: yep. also colton's you know preferences and desires need to factor into this Ultimately, In more and ways yeah. than one yes but he was ready clearly to move forward yeah, with becca he, yeah. so that doesn't yeah. speak super positively for his potential future for with tia I'm oh for say that. sure yeah. and
2: you know who knows it's entirely possible that if they were texting up until the very end and he thought it was friendly she might have felt it was flirty you know like it's, it's so easy to misinterpret so i don't you know think she's uh, yeah, you know, being malicious there, I think. I think she's just, as you put it, spinning. Yeah, I
0: think also if I'm Tia, I'm, I'm not. It's not even necessarily about getting Colton back because you have to think this guy is now like really serious with my friend. Clearly, he's not thinking about getting back with me yeah, right. right now. Maybe it's just simply
3: this is one of my best friends, and I don't she want doesn't. that don't to want, be yeah. a factor in yeah. our yeah. relationship.
2: That I, I get that's that legitimate too. too, but yes. I yeah. mean.
3: Overall, just a really unfortunate, Real, really this to messy, play out. really kind of cringy, and I just feel.
0: And then feel Becca for them. says her conversation with Tia doesn't change anything because My. she can see a future with. Well, but it's like again, it's like the election. It's like oh, Russian <laughs> interference definitely didn't affect this. Can we really say for sure that one factor did or didn't? No, you're right. I think probably it wasn't the deciding factor.
3: But it was a factor. I think it was a factor. I think it was a factor, not the deciding factor. Because with Jason,
0: she doesn't have to think about that kind of thing. She can just hang and he's out with him. Exactly. He's a great kisser. Exactly. I think what, the girl? kissing was definitely a factor. Yeah.
2: And as you put earlier, like if she's gonna have these have to go through these three dates, you know, clearly if if, if it were totally up to her, she would maybe just choose two guys now. But if she has to go through three dates, she'd rather have the third one be more comfortable and fun than awkward yeah. and weird. So, sure.
0: And like Jason does have this whole I'm completely, totally, insanely in love with you, but he doesn't seem like fragile. Yeah. And they uh, just have
2: fun. They seem yeah. to have a nice time His together. His family
0: even seemed chill about it. Colton's dad was like, if you're not sure, please, please send him yeah. home now. Uh, so, I think that was probably a factor. Uh, I want to say the guys all had some wild outfits on for the rose ceremony. <laughs> yeah. Blake was wearing all black with a bright red bow tie. He
2: really looked like he just came off shift at Shakey's Pizza. really was was much look It was for me. too
3: much, and yet this is how I know I'm just so taken with Blake that I was still like, oh yeah, so I I mean, <laughs>
2: he's, he's adorable. He's but just, it, He's it, just it, very cute. Very yeah. Like 1920s. It was severe, gangster.
3: I wish it was the bow tie was not. Red. red. It was so red. I support a bow tie,
0: though. I definitely
2: I think that do. A
0: red bow tie could look really nice with like a blue suit. Yes. Yeah,
2: just it was a lot
0: of it a was lot. a lot of look. Yeah, violent contrast. Yes. He, I, it looked like he was dressed up for Halloween, and I just didn't know who, who the character are you trying was. to be. Yeah. So uh, they all go. Chris is greeting them all back to the mansion, and they all are like, "Great, I feel amazing." And then Colton is like, "Hey, Chris, can I call you Dad?" Yeah. Um, <laughs> listen. I need some advice about a girl because I'm still a virgin and I just don't know.
3: I just could feel like I could see in Chris Harrison's eyes like he just wanted to back right <laughs> I mean, out
2: of the room. He wanted to do like the Homer Simpson. <laughs> yeah, into exactly. Shrub. The
3: producers but, did not prep Chris for this,
0: although they clearly prepped Colton. Yeah.
2: And it was weird. His, his, he didn't even really have a question. He was just sort of like, so the fantasy is suite is coming up and I'm a virgin. Yeah.
3: And then it sort of hung in the air. It's like what is the question? Am I obligated yeah. to have sex? He says like, like no. He says what's
0: what's <laughs> he has he's like I want to know what's expected. And Chris is like are you saying you're nervous about being intimate with Becca? And he's like ah. <laughs> And Chris is like well it's up to you guys and honestly that's kind of the whole point of it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: which I thought was kind of hard. Well, it was it was a, what else is he supposed to say? But I do like that he said, you know, he just sort of said it's the expect the only expectation really that matters is what you and Becca decide. And, yes. you know, and that's nice. Yes. It's certainly, you know, if you were being totally honest, he would say, but we really hope that she deflowers you because that's great TV. <laughs> yeah.
3: yes.
2: You know, but he's not going to say that. And so I just applaud him for keeping a straight face through that whole well, thing. His whole that demeanor
0: was, to me was just... He the was really, that one of us would have. Yeah, like, out there. Right. I was like, what? Yeah. Like, he what was, do you want me to say? He was
2: really trying to keep his composure. <laughs> he was trying to have his therapist, Chris, yeah. hat on. He yeah. was
3: like, damn it, is this what happens when I ask for more screen time? Yeah, he yeah. hasn't been asked to work that hard <laughs> for years. Yeah
2: but it was it was a wonderful moment.
3: She also looks stunning. I loved this I love her slit black dress. It was She's very dramatic. She had
2: beautiful mm-hmm. dresses for the rose ceremony the Always other, a couple sparkly weeks ago too. with the uh, sparkly flowers, beautiful. Yeah, this she one was she very has a, vampy. she has a nice earring game too. Yeah, yeah the square, sort of square
0: hoops, hoop. yeah. Um, she It had like a, a neck cuff, mm-hmm. which made me think of that horror story about the girl with the ribbon oh, around her yeah, neck. Oh, yeah, don't um, take it off. That's what you find that, out in the fantasy suite. Um, girl. Then
3: your head falls off. Um, <laughs>
0: And she gives the roses to Blake, Jason, and
3: Garrett last. Viva
0: Colton. And she walks Colton out and...
2: I mean, they don't bring up Tia. Do you think yeah. she... If she had brought up Tia it would be on the show, right? Yes. Yeah. No, she keeps I, saying point, it wasn't I about Tia. point, I assume he doesn't know that yeah. Tia came. So, yeah.
0: so I, I want to gonna... know
2: when, at what point he was told that this had happened. Probably the second he steps onto the Paradise Beach. Yeah. Sure.
0: That would be a great, hey, Colton, great to see you again. It's me, Chris Harrison. And yeah. by the way, did you know that Tia, yeah. the girl that you might date here, completely fucked you over? Yeah.
2: <laughs> And uh, she's waiting for you in the uh, rose palapa, <laughs> 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 which is an actual term they've used on that show. I didn't oh, make it up. Yes. Oh, yes.
0: There are all kinds of palapas on that show. So many show. palapas. Um, and Colton says that he had just wanted the opportunity to fall in love and be happy, which he had. It uh, didn't work out, but not every opportunity does. And then he says that with her, he finally had felt not broken again.
3: Okay. When was he broken the first time? Wait, yeah. Does he have a heartbreak? I can't remember. So there was a lot of confusion. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I was not not aware that he felt broken. Neither was I. But apparently he did, and now he's broken again. (laughs) On the other
2: hand, I think you have to be broken in some way to go on this show. (laughs) I mean, that's true. Aren't we all broken in some way? Going on the show
0: is what makes him feel whole. Yeah. And yet it is the greatest proof of his brokenness. And
2: now he's going to go on the sad, sleazy spinoff of this show. Our favorite show so good i love so paradise. many crafts um, so did you guys speaking crabs. of sleazy
0: do you know temptation island is coming yes. back mm-hmm.
2: uh, too oh, late wow. for me to sign me and my husband up <laughs> the other thing is season. if you have hulu uh you should love check. island yes <gasps> love island unreal <laughs> yeah so amazing show just uh, i've been told more than once and uh it's sort of like i guess even a sleazier bachelor in paradise way sleazier times big brother Except and British, yeah, and British, which is even better. because <laughs> – yeah. So anyway, side note. Um, I'll
0: have to check that out. Yeah, yeah. Very, very my speed. Um, and I think we have to close. They're they're going to Chiang Mai, Thailand. Uh, and for Fantasy Suites, and I think we have to close by noting that Blake's relative revealed to Becca that Blake can't cook or clean <laughs> or clean, and Becca's like, well, can he fix like fix cars? And his, his relative is like, no. No, not really. But he's just the greatest guy. <laughs> <laughs> just the greatest, was, most useless guy. That was perfect. I, I especially love that because cleaning is not such a skill that you have you to... Can, you
3: could just learn literally learn clean. clean. You, you can just
0: clean. Can, you can get better at it, for yeah. sure. Some people are better than others. But uh, if you are, like, able able bodied we know that he we can see that he is you just like take some cleaning stuff and you spray it on things and, and you, wipe you wipe it with a towel or you like yeah. put, put pretty items pretty away. away put items yeah. away
2: anyone can sweep
0: yeah yeah for example
2: anyone can do no one of... ever
0: taught me to clean <laughs> yeah. but i do in fact clean my apartment Same. all the time
2: so yeah that's well, a that's a that's it a... was more of a cute you yeah. know i don't see <laughs> blake as somebody who's going to be like a total slob I think anybody who has a bright red bow tie probably is I don't know, I just That's see he's he seems to me like he at least keeps it vaguely neat. He's gotta have some some use around yeah, the house. Yeah, you I think so. He can't just look pretty. I also just
3: wanna say that the Paradise
2: promo looked
3: awesome and we got a lot of Jordan and Crystal, so I'm pumped. Yes. Yeah.
2: And we got a glimpse of Venmo John oh, and Joe the Grocer, and of course my favorite, the future bachelor wills there's a lot of promise a lot of promise on paradise
0: and yeah we can't wait but next week first we have fantasy suites i'm pretty pumped for that thanks so much for joining thank us thank you so much for having was me a delight. always yeah. happy to be here So there was a lot of heavy stuff this episode and honestly photos and fails weren't front of mind but there were a couple moments that we wanted to highlight. First of all when Jason takes Becca skating and decides that that shows that she will just be a great hockey mom. Why not a great ice skater in her own right? I'm giving that a two because come on Jason.
3: And then of course Garrett's dad makes fun of him for saying I love you to his granny. That just speaks to Some kind of gross gender roles, some potential toxic masculinity there. Didn't love it. Going to give that one a four. Men should be encouraged to share their emotions. Yes, that's what we're all about on this show. And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our guest, Kristen Baldwin, and of course, our producers, Nick Offenberg and Sarah Patterson. Do you love Here to Make Friends? Find us on
0: Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to subscribe and give us a rating. We're also on Facebook and Instagram, so please like us there. You can find us both individually on Twitter and Instagram. I'm
3: at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at Emma Lady Rose. Or you can always send us an email at heretomakefriends at huffpost.com.
0: Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week for Fantasy Suites.
1: There are new episodes out every Thursday. So subscribe, please, and listen wherever you get your podcasts.
2: I'm Alex Schwartz. I'm Nomi Fry. I'm Vincent Cunningham. And this is Critics at Large, a New Yorker podcast for the culturally curious. Each week, we're going to talk about a big idea that's showing up across the cultural landscape. And we'll trace it through all the mediums we love books, movies, television, music, art. And I always want to talk about celebrity gossip, too. Of course. We hope you'll join us for new
3: episodes each Thursday. Follow Critics at Large today, wherever you get podcasts.